Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm the Muffin Man. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. That must be Lord Farquaad's castle. Do you think maybe he's compensating for something? Run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. Ha, I'm not the monster here. You are. And the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. I tried to be fair to you creatures, but now my patience has reached its end. Tell me or I'll... No! Not the buttons. Not my gumdrop buttons. All right. Who's hiding them? Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man. Who lives on Drury Lane? Well, she's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! She's married to the Muffin Man. Cue the the theme theme song. song. Attention all fairy tale things. Red thorns, blue flower, red thorns, blue flower, red thorns. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colorblind. Whoa, time out. Shred camp is definitely starting to sound good. I'm a terrifying ogre. What do I have to do to get a little play messy? What's the point of being able to talk if you gotta keep secrets? Back off. You're afraid of your own feelings. Go away. Hey, 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 come back here. I'm not through with you yet. Ogres are like onions. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later. I'm a muffin man! I am rescuing you from this green... Beast. Five shillings for the possessed toy. Take it away. All right. We at this podcast have not done tons and tons of animated films, but we're going to get to them. And we decided to go back to 2001 to bring you one of the kind of... uh, Outsiders, DreamWorks, getting together uh, to try and break into the Disney Pixar world of animated films with Shrek. So Shrek is based on a uh, picture book uh, by a gentleman named William Steig. Steig, one of those two. However, those you do old, your EIs. Old-timey picture books, eh? Yeah, it was just a little fashion picture book. You couldn't call it a graphic oh. novel, I guess. So yeah, picture book. Um, comic book. I don't know. Picture I don't book. know either. I Who just even says that kind of stuff. Funny. Uh, but Shrek, I remember having a huge impact on the world, taking the world by storm, making a whole bunch of money. And um, I mean, I think I remember this mostly for bringing Eddie Murphy uh, back into the limelight because he had been out of it for a bit before this brought him back. And of course, Mike Myers with the Scottish accent. Um, we have. Uh, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow, uh, and there's some other people that you would uh, definitely know them to see them. You might not recognize them from in here. Vincent Cassell uh, is one of them who did the voice for uh, Robin Hood. Um, Other people, maybe you'd know, maybe you wouldn't. But really, this is about the core four, which is um, Myers, Murphy, Diaz, Lithgow. Uh, Love John Lithgow, by the way. Super, super awesome, funny guy. So, um... When Shrek came out way back in the day in 01, <clears throat> I was trying to think back on the history of uh, animated films and where Shrek's place in that uh, kind of is. And while Shrek was made for around $60 million and brought in close to 500 at the box office, it does not even come close to breaking the top 10 of um, animated films. It is nowhere near the... It is actually one of the lowest rated Shrek uh, franchise films because Shrek turned into this craziness of Shrek 2, Shrek the 3rd, and Shrek Forever After, all of which made two times or more. Shrek 2 made almost a billion dollars worldwide. So this is a massive, insanely huge, successful franchise that made a whole bunch of people a lot of money. So I often wonder, um, can you believe Frozen 2 is the still the highest over Super Mario Brothers? Uh, Frozen 2... I mean, I can't not, believe Mario Brothers is that close. Neither can I. Mario I, Brothers um, was not good. Think about the phenomenon, though, that Frozen 1 was. Like, Frozen yeah. 2 was destined to be to be a monolith. I mean, I'm surprised that it's number one, but... Yeah. Fuck. Cray-cray. I'm not surprised it's I in saw, the list, I, I guess, saw Super I Mario say. Brothers, and 
and while it, there was nothing like hugely wrong with it, it was like blah. It was vanilla. It wasn't that good. It it wasn't hmm. terrible, it but was it was fine. like I would never see it again. I would never recommend that anyone go out of their way to watch it. Um, mm. I just found it kind of like paint by numbers, a little blah. The animation looked okay and it was cool, and but well, what I heard or what I do hear is now Nintendo is movie studioing up because I think they see the potential to do a whole bunch of animated shit based around their IP. So I guarantee we're going to see Mario sequels. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're going to see they're already, other they're Nintendo franchises. I, they'd be Mario stupid not to. How do you make $1.4 billion on a movie and be like, eh, we're not going to do anymore because it's not good made? for the art. Yeah, worldwide, $1.36 billion. Christ. I mean, I'm not surprised. Billion. You think about Mario's place in the world, like especially coming from our age group. Mario started in our age, like when we were kids, the Nintendo. Yeah. And it has, like, that was really the first real big video game system. Like, we had Ataris and shit like that, but Nintendo broke the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and, they certainly did. And was was just this significant movement, man. Like, everyone fucking played Mario. And yeah. So to animate a film like this with him, I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, it makes I'm sense. I'm happy that that did. I'm, I'm happy. It makes sense. And then on the flip side of video game brought to life, it's uh, Gran Turismo, which is in theaters now, which is apparently based on a true story. I watched the trailer and I will not see that film, but it, it does look actually like it's uh, got so a crazy wait, story like, to it. They made a movie about the video game of Gran Turismo. Isn't the video game Gran Turismo actually made about racing, though? Just it. It is, but the way the film takes it is that, uh, and they say it's a true story, which you can't believe because they don't have to tell the truth if they say it's a true story or based on a true story. But apparently, there was a group of people so good at Gran Turismo that someone uh, someone wanted to make them race real cars to see because they learned the tracks. Right, the tracks are all like real design from the game. And apparently, one kid was like just so good at it all and so dedicated and wanted to be a racer that he made it into so, not F one but some some high level racing circuit. Oh no! So, shit. Ra- so that's what the movie's about. Yes, and it's got some decent names in it too. I mean, uh, it's got uh, Legolas and uh, <laughs> the guy from uh, Stranger Things, the cop dad from Stranger Things. They're both in it. So, the, yeah. Anyway, oh, uh, that, that's uh, the one trend that's hater. No, not uh, fucking uh, Jesus Christ. David something. Uh, yes, Miller ah. Prowse something. Uh, Love the, him. The by one the way. trend Love that's him. happening Everything right now is never did until I watched his Hot Ones interview, and now I'm you're a fan. seeing you're seeing yeah. a lot of these sequels fail, like are not fail, but yeah. like not make very much money. Like you're seeing like Fast and Furious X was a box office disappointment. The new Mission Impossible is struggling, um, but now you're seeing like the Mario, which is the first one. Are you seeing um, Barbie? Are you seeing Oppenheimer, yeah, which are all movies that are not sequels? There, two of them are based on something, but like you're seeing all of this old sequel shit fail, which is great because maybe they'll stop fucking making it and start making new shit. Um, you would it, think. Well, like look think, at the math. I, I bet, like all of the old shit is failing. Oh no! Yeah, that stuff. I, like, there's there was the the Mrs. Marvel, the Marvels preview. I went to see Barbie last night, and the Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, was, the one with that uh, weird Mrs. Marvel flipping in through the universe. Is that the yeah, one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, ah, like, ah, what what the fuck are we even doing in those yeah. movies anymore? And there's like just leagues and leagues of them coming. And Ant Man so failed. I want, and I want because this stuff. of its quantum yeah. verse. All of this quantum verse, multiverse stuff is like so boring now like ever since yeah. something everywhere what is that movie with the uh everywhere something oh yeah everything everywhere yeah that was kind of the peak of this shit yeah. and then now it's just like all old hat oh what there's multiple universes in the movie who gives a shit <laughs> i'd say i'd say before that movie was um like you go into that multiple universe thing i mean that's been around for a while but I think the Doctor Strange thing was leaning, and into that, that failed. That oh, failed miserably a bit, too. yeah. Before yeah. that, it was time travel. Now it's universes and multiverses. Because I think the audience, the, the the movie makers who think we're all so fucking stupid, 
feel like, oh, that's an accepted thing now that we can use just to say, oh, we have Captain America. He's just in a different multiverse now. So uh, a whole new movie based on that. And in a different multiverse. Oh, oh, he's oh, a different oh. actor. And yeah, they can use three. different actors. But I will say less. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the yeah, Spider-Verse those, is awesome. Way those are good The movies, cartoon, sure. the first um, Spider-Man cartoon, w- w- that one was amazing. I really enjoyed that. It was also like an hour and 35 minutes. So fuck you for all these two and a half hour multiverse movies. Yeah. But like, yeah, yep. cartoon. Well, I haven't seen the second one yet, but I anticipate it being good as well. So I guess at some point we'll have to figure out a way to start breaking down like when you find a gem in the in the in the rush of all the shit they're putting out, we should we should look into newer movies in some way, shape, or form to figure out what that formula is to see if we can uh, harness the power. But okay, so we went on a little tangent there about animated films. So back to Shrek. Um, so as it turns out, not even in the top ten of animated films of all time, but does it have uh, an important place in movie history? Uh, that's one kind of question to put out there. And then, as we always love discovering, are, is this a movie that is important in history that still holds up today, or is it like kind of like a pass along the way? Uh, one thing this movie does have amazingly great going for it is that it's ninety fucking minutes long. So high fives all around the room Yay. for that shit. That's just fucking awesome. Yeah, love it. Time. Um, I- I do just want to mention a quick bit of trivia that I learned this morning, actually. I did not know about this movie, and I wonder if you guys know that this movie was originally almost completely finished with Chris Farley as Shrek. No way. Yeah. And, and was he, his death? And then he died. Um, oh, man. So they hired Mike Myers, brought him on. He asked for a pretty much complete rewrite. Um to eliminate any of like Chris Farley tracks, right? Wow. And then how would Shrek be with Chris Farley? I live down by the river. (laughs) Yeah. I've been thinking about it. I think it would be I think it might be really funny, you know? I I can see Down by the swamp. Do a version where you say swamp. You missed a good opportunity. I'm down in the swamp. No, I have to say I live by that it actually that kind of makes sense. I live in a van down by the swamp. <laughs> I, I think rewriting Shrek actually kind of makes sense because Farley was like a unique individual and Mike Myers is kind of more of a chameleon, but uh, I can also see how he might want to not be slipped into some other forced piece of comedy that was written for someone else. Um, so if that was the case, then w- that's fine. I mean, no, if they still got everything in have- under 60 million, they could have rewritten it and done it another three times. I wonder if Farley was doing a Scottish accent and that was where that came from. I would I guess that's it. a Mike Myers uh, yeah, push. Mike Myers yeah, always has say. that Scottish thing. Like, look at the I Married an yeah, Murderer, true. like the big yeah. Scottish thing there. And then all through... If I remember right, like uh, different stuff. I mean, look at Fat Bastard. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. Austin yep. Powers. I think he is. Look yeah, at, uh, he if loves I'm that not one. mistaken, Saturday yeah, night, I believe right? he is Scottish, and like his that's. I think his heritage yeah. is Scottish, but he's Canadian. No, I know that's where his. Um, yeah, he's as Scottish as I am. Well, twenty yeah, exactly. well, percent. Like, I think my twenty percent just just through people that you know that live there. I think I think you. in I Married an Axe Murder, where his family is Scottish and uh, he plays his own father and stuff. I believe that might have come from drawing on personal family history. Boy, hate now. <laughs> Scotta hate like a grapefruit. <laughs> if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Um, if you don't know what Shrek's about, folks, where the hell have you been? Shrek is an ogre. He lives in the woods. There are some magic fairy tale creatures in the land. And Lord Farquaad wants to be rid of them because they're annoying, I guess. Uh, And he also is looking to get laid because he is really short. And this movie does not let you forget that short men are worthless pieces of shit. Um, And so uh, Shrek ends up proving his worth going on an adventure to rescue a princess but not because he wants to be with the princess because he wants everybody the fuck out of his swamp and Farquaad promises to do this uh so he does he goes and rescues Fiona um and Fiona even though she's an ogre ogre somehow doesn't feel comfortable with Shrek the ogre and so they go on a adventure to find out if she's just gonna loosely marry the first man who throws some dong in front of her and um they (laughs) go back and try to figure out if they can save the merry land and fuck over the short guy what a Uh, beautifully fairy tale way to put that (laughs) very nice (laughs) and then princess fiona doth 
<laughs> crevice the castle and was split in two. <laughs> Uh, so that's what Shrek's about. Um, I, I would have seen this like almost immediately after it was released in theaters. And uh, I remember enjoying this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. It did some things um, in an animated film that I wasn't used to seeing. Like there wasn't a ton of 3D computer-based animation at this time, full movies anyway. So I thought that was pretty unique. Um, and I also love the pop culture references that were thrown in. The I thought that at the time they were kind of spoofing Disney and stuff like that. So I, I, I always liked those kinds of uh, jokes as well. And I didn't uh, have any like hangups on the story or anything because this movie was 90 minutes. So I thought we were going to be in there for a uh, Randy the Ram Jam kind of bit of fun in and out and then uh, <laughs> split Fiona in half and well, we're done. Uh, well, let's you, talk about, what your let's talk about the animation then because I um, was quite surprised at how the animation how, how bad it wasn't looked. good yeah it wasn't a good yeah, it, it, animation style I, I was shocked too because i feel like i've watched this movie within the last couple of years with the kids mm-hmm. right yeah and um i didn't notice but we did all notice very quickly that the animation looked dated what it looked like was that all of the backgrounds were paintings that had no life to them, and then everything in the foreground was 3D. So it made the backgrounds that were flat and lifeless look worse because the foreground looked so um, rich and uh, filled with texture. It was a weird combination that I don't know who made that terrible I th- choice. I have a theory as yeah, to why please. that might be. Is it technical limitations? Uh, kind of. Uh, yeah. I just have some new information. We were talking about the accent. Okay. I like to do a little peripheral reading as we go about these things. Of course. Found out um, that Myers actually had originally voiced this with his normal one, with his normal voice. Then uh, he did a Canadian accent for Shrek. <laughs> um, and then they viewed a rough cut of the film with that. <laughs> And felt like something was missing from his performance, so he re-recorded his lines with the Scottish accent. His mom used to read him kids' stories when oh, he was wow. young. And so that took an extra $4 million. So my theory, saving on all the fucking actual animating part yeah. of the film, because they fucking did this, the, the recording lines for this character four times. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. I mean, I at least like that's assuming that fucking Chris Farley didn't do like a Thai accent the first time or something. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's really interesting. I mean, at least they were trying to get the best thing out there that they could, because I think Shrek without Shrek with a Canadian accent. Oh, get out of my swamp there. So apparently you can hear that a little bit on the uh, on the DVDs extras, which I'm really curious to hear because Myers being Canadian probably. I bet you that's on YouTube somewhere, too. So it should be easy to find. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Love it. No doubt. Um, yeah, the, the I I kind of accepted some of the animation challenges that they had in this because, um, so you got to compare this to Toy Story because I think Toy Story was maybe reputably like one of the biggest first full computer animated movies that we got. That was in the late nineties, I think ninety six or ninety seven, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, but it was five years earlier. And I'd. I know, and and I think it it probably as a complete whole looks um, better than Shrek on the whole. There's something about this that always screamed just a little less budget than that, because um, the the characters walking animations and stuff they're all fine, but it's it it leans into itself, I guess, as the style it chooses. It's consistently okay along all the way. It's mm. like I wouldn't say any of this is bad. I think probably comparably this would be um, in a league of like today's second or third rate spin-off movies that we get. Brent, I know like with your little one you've you've spent quite a bit of time watching animated films that Colin and I have probably never even heard of. So oh, yeah. how are we looking for Shrek compared to what you're seeing in like today's digital animation stuff? Well, better than some of the stuff you still see. You still see like like I've seen some some ripoffs of like the Madagascar movies. Like do you know what I mean? Like Eastern block animation fucking voice acting type stuff. The scripts like so horrid. Colin would immediately fucking develop full blown AIDS and die. Uh, <laughs> Shrek, Shrek looks pretty impressive comparatively to some of the stuff out there still in 
in the animation, I say music, acting, all that stuff, uh, there is some real surprising shit out there. My problem is, right. is once you yeah. notice that the backgrounds are are not animated and are just like flat, almost uh, paintings or surfaces, I can't stop seeing it. And um, that's yeah. animation pretty much always uh, have the cell in the back and then you just have the stuff changing I'm not, over the that's top. not what well, i'm seeing in, in animation that that was like no very it was very weird that they made that choice in this i i guess i think today they're more rendering the 3d models within 3d environments so that when you like pan yeah. around and stuff it looks better i think trek did that in a few scenes but they're like colin says there's a few scenes where it's just this black this painting in the back and, and this static image. And that's when it kind of stands out to me because there's no, it's not fluid, right? The characters are walking through, but there's it, no like reactions or it, anything happening it, back there. It, it happens a few times and I definitely know. It's noticed. mostly, it's, it's not mostly, it's always outside. The inside almost is, the inside interior elements are better. But like whenever they're like walking in like big picturesque places, Oh, and most of this movie is travel. It's like a, a road trip movie to go save the princess. That's all really bad. Um, so even some of the stuff with the dragon and the castle, um, to me, um, it really stood out this time. Um, I had never actually even noticed it before, so I don't know what that says. Maybe that says that the animation doesn't hold up. I don't know. It's, I mean, it does the job. Uh, we see bright visual characters moving on the screen. Some of the close-ups of the the um, the skins, the, the 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 textures and stuff aren't always amazing. But I like I give I I, I give this a pass because I'm going to give it some leeway for the time it was made. Um, it it doesn't ruin the movie for me. It is something I notice though, and I think it's just more of a you, time is passing. I think you could thing. let it pass. You could give it a pass, or let it. I could let it go more if uh, the story was a little, the writing was a little better. I just okay. found that um, I found that also the like we were watching the movie, and there is really other than one or two laughs. This is a comedy. It's only 90 minutes long. And they just felt like there was a lot of dead space where there wasn't the humor okay. wasn't landing. The the jokes weren't that the jokes weren't funny. I, I, I was quite surprised at how quiet it was when we were watching it. I think, um, yeah, the one thing I wanted to say about this film was that I think Shrek was also one of the first animated films that, um, put the humor in for adults as much as younger people and I think I think movies did a better job in the following years uh, evening that up a bit I mean there's definitely some more adult jokes in this like the <laughs> um, the gingerbread man spitting in Farquaad's face and saying eat me was that made me laugh out loud it always has that's one of the funniest and yeah. he like Farquaad ripped his legs off and crushes them in front of him like that's a little dark and I love it um, yeah so that kind of stuff and I especially Excuse love me. some of the humor like when they're introducing the princesses and um, what do they say she's in a, a coma I, I can't even remember the lines it goes but they talk about the coma lady they do the spoof of like the dating game for the princesses and the way they describe them you know she's a shut in she's a coma based shut in um, waiting for the man to come along some of that stuff made me laugh but then a lot of the other stuff was just you know little chuckles along the way and I wish I wish there had been a... Uh, I do appreciate most, if not all, the pop culture references. Maybe it's because I've seen this movie half a dozen times or more. Uh, but like Colin, I felt like s I wasn't laughing as much as I wanted to in this comedy-based film. And so the natural question... I want to hear how Brent felt uh, if he was on the same thing. But the natural question is that was the comedy replaced with enough heart and arc of character and, and movie you know progress that... You know, we, we only had needed a few chuckles to get through with the heart of it all. And, and everyone, you know, don't judge, judge a book by its cover is kind of the major theme uh, in this movie. Where do you think that all landed, Brent? I, I mean, I think it does land. I, I like the comedy. Like, not everything hits. Not everything's always going to. But I, um, I did this watch and tend to on other watches just 
like find this movie so enjoyable with the humor. It's light. It's easy. I mean, not everything's going to hit you like that eat me joke because that does get me every time too. It's uh, it's fantastic, right? And like the stuff about compensating because of the castle size and stuff like that. Like these things are things that are over the head of any kids. Um, for sure. But but they're in there for our enjoyment. And I think that they, they don't all have to be gut busters. They can just be like nice little accents to the mood and and I'm fine with it to tell you the truth I'm I'm fine with the way it rolls could it be mm. funnier absolutely but um I think it's okay I think it carries carries this lighthearted tone through the movie and then like you say with the heart this movie does have a really great heart to it I found it just so thin the story is so th- paper thin and all of the interactions between Donkey and Shrek are Shrek complaining about how he wants to be alone and that it's his swamp and no one else's and everyone leave him alone. I, I, I lost count of how many scenes there were where that conversation happened between the two of them that like there's no impact by the end because like they've had that conversation a million times. So when he's like, I just want to be left alone. It's my swamp. You're not invited. It's just like we they had that conversation in the beginning of the movie. Like, what? why are we wasting our time with these scenes? I, I found it incredibly boring this time. Um, like, other than the, the couple of things you guys mentioned, which was two things, the, the eat me and the gingerbread man and the introduction of the princesses, I can't think of anything else I thought was really funny. The stuff with the dragon and well, wanting... What about the papa bear consoling the baby bear and then you see the mama bear rug in the fucking castle? Like, <laughs> this movie has a bunch of, like, little little hidden things, too. Yep. It's, for, for, as, for as not subtle as Mike Myers generally is, um, this movie has a lot of that stuff in the background. Uh, and think, another thing is the, 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 the love interest well. between the dragon and donkey and uh, how the, do- the dragon wants to <laughs> clearly, like is in love with donkey it's just like it's just once again it's like a funny throwaway joke but then they continue the dragon continues to follow him and be they end up being together and then the dragon comes and saves the day but like yeah i don't know they just it's not very that follows through the other movies they have kids together they have little donkey it just felt very thin it felt very very (laughs) thin for story like like even in, in 90 minutes long it felt to me like very long. Man, I, I don't know. I, I know where you're coming at with that stuff for sure. And and at the time it did feel like a little thin, but the more I thought about it, like, you know, it's the story has got a lot to it. The interactions between Shrek and Donkey could have had way more depth. And I, I think you nailed that for sure. Those scenes could have provided us with so much more, or we could have just had other scenes there in the place of them walking. Um, but at its core, I mean, you have this, you have Shrek who lives in the swamp. He gets all the fucking people there, doesn't want them there. He goes to fix it. And then there's the whole counter plot on the other side, right? And then they go on the adventure. I mean, it's for an hour and a half. It's enough to carry you. Um, it definitely could have been filled out better. But I, I'm, I guess I don't I don't hate it. It's, it's not bad enough to make me... Um, well, like you said, you were super bored. Like I'm Yeah, not, that's fair. I'm not bored, I think, during the movie, but I but I do agree that there can be more to it. I didn't think like the stuff with um Donkey um was funny at all. Like um which everyone when this with, first came out, like everyone was with like the dragon stuff? All all of Donkey stuff. All of Donkey's stuff, oh, other really? than other than when he, uh, the only scene I really enjoyed is when he's flying, and he's like, "Ha ha, I am a Donkey Donkey, and I'm out of here." Whatever, that was really good. <laughs> but then after that, I found his his character either annoying or meh. I didn't find things he oh. said. Well, he's meant. Funny. He's definitely meant to be annoying. The annoying sidekick. He does. I was thinking about whether Donkey arcs, but he does. He he finds his courage. He doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want an adventure. Shrek kind of forces him into it. But then later on, Donkey kind of saves the day and becomes well, a Donkey's bit of a hero. Donkey's whole shit so. with the dragon is all his own. Like yeah. he is not assisted in the, in that interaction. Yep. And he he's. I mean, he's put to his own little test there. You're right. So, 
I I do like Donkey. I and I fucking love Eddie Murphy anyways, but I think that his Donkey is is funny. Yeah, I love Eddie Murphy too, but yeah, there's something this has felt so lackluster this time for me. Like lackluster is a good word for it. Like I I think I was I maybe had higher expectations because I hadn't seen this yeah. in a really long time and I remembered being very fond of it and thinking that it was like the pop culture references which someone mentioned earlier. And um, all of that was so good when I saw it previously. But this time I was just like, I could have almost like stopped watching it and put something else on this time, which felt like not. Yeah. Well, so, so, okay. A couple things we have, first of all, we have kind of an anti-hero main character. He's mean, he's gruff. Um, you you sympathize for sure because the humans kind of hate him and and all that. But then you also he's kind of a jerk and he's definitely a dick to donkey, um, which makes me kind of not like Shrek as much. And that's all that's all fine ups and downs of it. So the fact that they have kind of an antihero as the main character is really something that would make this movie different to me in terms of a, a true other movie like Toy Story where Woody is the true hero. He's no, there's nothing anti about that guy. He's like 100% you're following him. The other thing about this movie that makes it a little bit different in the animated realm is that it, it is it is just so simple. The theme here, and there's I don't think there's any other theme except Don't Judge a Book by its cover. And so that doesn't lend itself to too many... Um, nuanced ways of storytelling or or surprises or anything like that i mean surprises maybe but well it's don't judge but it's also be be yourself be confident true right? yeah there's a, there's a big component of that but it just and then, i mean also like helping people and stuff like i think there's a lot of stuff no no there, there yeah no you're not wrong it's just not not um it's not complex it's not insanely nuanced it's all pretty much he's an ogre but yes. he's a nice guy she's pretty but she's an ogre right like it's a kids kind yeah. of yeah with kids with some adult right so so i don't mind that it's a bit simpler i just think if i think of movies that come out now uh soul coco the incredibles um, is kind of a simpler one but so, like the other ones that that delve into just those really deep things uh inside out those those pixar ones are uh, those are simplish movies they have the little bit for kids but not in the cartoony silly ha 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 the big ogre did things it's like i see things happening and i can kind of learn some lessons that might affect me in later life you know um this movie just doesn't have that level of intensity so i think it doesn't mean that any of it's bad it just means I, I get where Colin's coming from when he's saying it's kind of on the simple side. And, and if that doesn't do it for him compared to some of the animateds we're seeing today, that's great. Um, for me, I think it, it does end up not standing out in, in any way, but it also doesn't go on the negative side. Like none of what happens in this movie is bad. Um, the themes aren't ruined. They don't go off track and, and, and drag us down any holes. I just feel like maybe another theme or some other complication in the story uh, might have helped out a little bit more with with just really bringing me more along in the end, but it, but it brings me along just fine the way it goes right now. Yeah, it's the stakes. Yeah. Maybe I mean it could could be more complex for sure. The stakes are really low because all the stakes are is that he wants to get his everyone to leave his property and wants his swamp back. Well, no, but the stakes. That's what the stakes start as. Yeah. Then they become like saving the, really about like imprisonment and and uh, yeah, you know, saving like saving the, and all that shit. So, but like the stakes for the Shrek stakes, are. I think just, the stakes do increase. No, Shrek because Shrek changes. It's not just all about the swamp at the end of it. He like falls for somebody and 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 turns um, from doing something solely for that selfish swamp, right? And then he starts yep. doing uh, something that's a little bit more encouraged by a little his, bit more noble. The little yeah. is, the, but what's the nobility? The the nobility is him falling in love with a girl and getting the girl. No, he well, goes to he kinda, save everybody. Yeah, he saves the kingdom. He saves all the magical creatures. Yes. Yeah, he saves every. He's a fucking giant hero in the end. He doesn't just return to his swamp at the end of this. He returns like as a fucking huge hero, and he's a prince now. Yeah. He boings the princess. They must. I don't mind he, saying he I've not Merkel seen treatment. any of these sequels. 
which is maybe another something I should I, I didn't quite consider. <laughs> I haven't so, seen so Shrek two. I've Shrek seen the third. all of them, and I thought all of them were much worse than this. And now that oh, is really? that was years ago, so that might my opinion might change if I was to see them now. But I feel like I had a different recollection. I, I can't remember which one or both, but I remember liking one of the sequels. I think better than the original Shrek. Yeah, I thought they like I thought they'd grown. I mean, a lot of this stuff is based on the same humor. You know how Mike Myers goes, and the fucking studio is going to lean into that stuff, especially oh, yeah. with the the fantasy creatures, right? There are so many avenues for good jokes with this nursery rhyme fucking world, right? Especially with the adult, right. like lean. So, um, I don't, I don't remember them being terrible. I mean, they they're not there to be best drama, right? They're they're kids movies and they're meant to satisfy the kid market and i think that they have the adult humor built in there so that they uh you know at least create a little bit more of an enjoyable feat for the parents they are kids are movies for sure but i would say um john was mentioning pixar later if you look at stuff like yeah but of course there's movies that are different but, right like yeah those movies are taking dark content and making kids stuff and they have a lot of depth but just because that exists, I don't think that needs to be every movie. It doesn't have right? to be the dark I think content, that's a great though. style, and I love those. But I think that you can have simplistic movies, and I think you can have movies with depth. And I think you can do both those things with kids, and I think you can do both those things with adults. I don't think that's a, that dictates the movie's quality No, but if I look at my favorite ones that are for adults and kids, they'd be like Monsters, Inc., The Incredibles. Of course, Inside Out is not only like a great animated film for kids but it's like one of the best screenplays i think ever written because it's inside it's, out is it's got such quality incredible yeah. it's got yeah. such um uh great themes and this just maybe it's because this is an older movie now we're looking at like this being almost 30 years well, one, 30 years old so 21 21 yeah. yeah so like i just feel like over time uh, the storytelling and for for kids movies has gotten so much better. Even movies like Frozen, um, you can really understand why those are so popular. There's like so many different characters, and so many of them have arcs and things going on in them, and the stakes are higher. They're life and death in some cases. In other cases, they're just you know uh, wanting to save the factory, like in uh, their jobs in uh, Monsters Inc. But but this one definitely seems to pale in comparison for for me to the stuff I've seen. Um, even before it, in some cases, I feel like Toy Story I haven't seen in a really long time. But that coming in five years before this, I would love to see Toy Story again and see if it's as good as I remember. Because the first one and the second one, I, I enjoyed better than this back then even. Um so I would wonder what they yeah, would like. But again, like you're it. talking about a whole different level of movie. Toy Story is is a, I mean that movie's an award winning movie. Well, I think this movie probably won awards, but at a different level. Well, this one best uh, best it won an Oscar for best animated film of 2021. It was the first year, or sorry, 2001. Yeah, the Brent, first year. There you go. Suck that this came in. Away. I'm sorry, man. Well, it's I was waiting to transition <laughs> because Colin said Colin said he remembers Monsters Inc. being really great, and Shrek beat that in this year for the inaugural award of the best animated feature. Oh, fucking Monsters Take Inc. That's um, ten times the movie this is. Oh my I god. I wonder. So I do I like think, Monsters Inc. better. Way better story Monsters and Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I remember, it, does, it had more staying Mike power. Wazowski. I don't know, but then again, Shrek spun off into all the craziness after. Hey, they made a bunch of money. I'm billions. just saying, I've, I've. It just feels. It just felt like a money. I don't ever want to hear money as a as a qualifier for success with art forms. That uh, is absolutely well. not. I, I, I know it, it's a success. I know at. it's a success for the movie as far as industry goes, but we're talking about art here, right? We're not talking business. I think the money cannot come into this conversation. I think it can no, come I'm into. No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with saying the, movie, the money doesn't count. Right? But, um, yeah, those definitely were more standout movies in my mind of for animated films. I agree. Those are those are better movies. Mm. I mean, but that's the thing, right? Is that this movie doesn't need to be great to be good, is my point. No, that's fair. I think what mm. you were also saying about what happened with 
the main actor and having him re-record all of his lines over and over and over again probably was a big part of the problem with them making this script um, have more complexity because they were just trying to nail down an actor to get him to read the fucking lines to make the fucking movie and uh, that could have been a problem with why it, it may not be as good today. Pretty surprising, actually, mm. man, um, to think that Mike Myers, right? Because I, I, I imagine myself in that situation and finishing the lines and then going, hey, guys, what what if we do it all again, but I'm a Scottish, right? <laughs> yeah. And that, what kind of balls do you have to fucking suggest a $4 million fucking uh, redo on your job? Like, I, and then they just do it? How many fucking people cursed his name that night? <laughs> yeah, all of the sound guys for sure are that. It just sounds to me crazy, ADR right? <laughs> yeah, it is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I hear that. Like, nobody gets oh. to say, like, like, oh, you know what? Throw out that report. I think I could do it in uh, Comic Sans. <laughs> uh, you can try. It just won't you work. You can try. Nay. I wonder what kids would think um, of this movie today. It'll be interesting to see. Like, do you remember what your daughter's reaction was to this, Brent? Did she watch yeah, all the I, sequels? I'll say Ellie. Yeah, she she's seen them, but they were never um, particularly compelling to her. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I I <laughs> would try to put them on. She'd rather watch something else. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ali park our yeah, cars but not in the that same she, but not that she garage, but not that she hates it. <laughs> I know, right? I know. She just, I know. I'm just kidding. There's other things. Yeah. Um. Do you guys know Alan Rickman was the initial choice to play Lord Farquaad, but he decided now nah, I'm going to go play uh, Severus Snape in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I probably paid a lot oh, more. Just too. a little bit of a good choice there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he got fucking what 1,300 movies out of it. Yeah. Uh, at least. At least. Um, so for all the people they had in this movie, all the voice acting, um, I think, is is solid across the board. I like who they got to play each of the characters, um, especially Donkey. I think Eddie Murphy really, I don't know, he nailed the vulnerability and, and the silliness and the, I don't know, simpleness of Donkey. It just, I don't know why it stands out so much because he's not doing a crazy voice, but he's able to emote in a really great way. Like, I think he steals the show here. Really? Um, oh, yeah. In terms of the voice acting for all the characters. Yeah. Like, Mike Myers had to do the Scottish. That's fine. But I always know it's Mike Myers. I forget it's Eddie Murphy when I'm listening to Donkey and I just see it as Donkey. For yeah. some Even reason. though it's just Eddie Murphy's I voice. I, yeah. I, it was just talking like this, Rick. Hey. I, <laughs> I, I agree. Him, I agree I with Donkey. that. I that I often don't associate it with him, um, because you do get lost in his character. You know, yeah, that's how you know um, also, that he's doing a, a real. I also good just job. thought about what would be fun is when we do movies for kids. It would be interesting to almost have a kids' opinion on the show, where we obviously wouldn't talk the same way as we do. When we're not having kids on the show, but it would be really interesting to have a kid come on almost when we did kids movies because Brent's right. Our point of view sometimes in these movies, which are mostly geared towards a different age group, would be interesting to hear what they think all these years later about these movies. We'll, de we'll develop a questionnaire for Brent and when he taps into his family unit to well, force, uh, watch well, a movie, we'll just have kids. him ask everybody a question. Yes, has yeah, so four kids. He could have them all watch the movie more. and then, yeah, well, you're don't totally say like right. like that, I have access to four kids. That sounds very weird. <laughs> that does a fucking super <laughs> But it's true. You kind of access? <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> hey, a little secret, guys, <laughs> but I got like, I got access to like four and kids. And not just four kids, but all <laughs> different age groups. Not not right, and, man. And different <laughs> genders. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's point that well, out. Well, I'm too. just saying, yeah. boys yeah, and you think girls you want, do sometimes tend to like different things, but you have it all, man. You've got it all. <laughs> yeah. No, we we have a we have a good posse. We have a good age range and uh, and boys girls. So, yep. um, very possible to do movie nights on stuff like this. Yeah. And uh, then it's get true. their reviews. Hey, it's and especially just like if I told them what the reviews were like. 
oh we'll get we'll get all sorts of things yeah i could record it's, on my phone yeah that's it's just great. like my niece my niece lauren she was watching quick and the dead and she was like why don't we don't know anything about this lady <laughs> we know lots about this guy yeah. and i was like holy mm-hmm. that's very astute observation kids are smart people don't yeah, give them kids see it differently yep it's because they don't have that filter of expectation yeah so when you're a kid and you're I mean, your experience and your your catalog of things that you've seen or whatever the fuck is just limited. Yeah. So, I mean, that affects it, watching right? Watching Willow with uh, your daughter, to Ellie, was uh, really interesting because I saw the things that she was reacting to and stuff that sometimes she, like, really liked the brownies and... And uh, like, there's just like, I saw moments where she would light up and be excited about things that I wouldn't think kids would either get or uh, wouldn't, wouldn't speak to them. But I was really surprised at times. So yeah, it's definitely different um, how they see the world and stuff without, like you said, uh, that weird catalog of um, information. Mm. They're just taking it on face value. It's more out of the box, right? You don't you don't think in the box ever when you don't know what the mm-hmm. box. Yeah, exactly. Is you don't know exists, where you're confined. Right? What's okay? What's but not. but you can see they're uh, honest too. They won't lie. They'll be like, "I like this. Or I don't like it." So then there's no nostalgia attached to things as well when they're seeing it for their first time. Very yeah. good point. That nostalgia fucking catches. Oh us yeah, up. like uh, yeah. just ask John and Quigley down under. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Lost Boys. Yeah, let's let's watch that. Again. <laughs> oh, oh, that that one does hold on. What did you think of the <laughs> second time? I don't remember what your opinion was. We watched it with you a second time. No, we didn't ever do yeah. that. Oh, we haven't yet. Okay, well, we were going to that one we night, must. but we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so well, what fine. you're thinking about, Colin, is we were going to, and then for some reason, John wasn't able to come. So we watched it again. Oh, he oh, mysteriously. Well, now we need to do it again, but then we'll back to back it with Quigley and we'll fight for each other's movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm then, not okay. Do then that. it's a triple header I'm and we'll do an interview do with the vampire at the end. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I Get wanted ready to say for that uh, terrible day, boys. Spielberg um, was involved because of DreamWorks um, and uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who used to run Disney and then started to run DreamWorks. um, They uh, had some different ideas about um, how the movie would go Shrek because the book it's based on is kind of irreverent, but still a, a kid's book. And so Spielberg wanted to stay super traditional to the source material and then cast Bill Murray as Shrek and Steve Martin as Donkey. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, and so uh, thankfully, um, the dude who uh, directed this at the end of the day uh, fought the studio and said, "No, we can't do this vanilla kids only kids version. We need to up the adult, um, the the pop culture, all that kind of stuff." So kudos to you, Mister Adamson, for uh, pushing back at probably a scary Katzenberg and Spielberg. Yeah. So there. Um, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, just just filling you in on all the all the good stuff. <laughs> okay, well, music, Smash Mouth, oh, yes so or no? This is, for the start and the this end. This is a good example of how a um, music can date a movie. Yes. Uh, Somebody that. Yeah. Okay, so I will say that I I agree that music can date a movie, and I agree Smash Mouth is dated. Mm. But I do not find that that song or the other one uh, dates this movie because they are, to me, more Shrek than Smash Mouth. And I, I think I just identify those songs. Yeah, with they this became movie more synonymous. That's really interesting. Yeah, they became synonymous yeah. with this movie. So that's actually a good point. Um, story with that goes that they put the smash mouth song in as a placeholder and when they were doing screenings people were like that's the best opening song ever and once they locked that down they went back to smash mouth and got them to do the end song a remake of the end song which is i'm, um, a, believer. I'm a believer one i'm a believer, I'm a believer. yeah believer. so how about that man you're smash mouth you're like oh god we're so fucking mediocre but we get to be in shrek okay cool <laughs> and they want us to do the song <laughs> i did enjoy i did enjoy the, sorry sorry smash i mouth. did enjoy donkey at the end singing um the song and stuff and i i there is something i re- that made me smile and 
Where he's like, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I, like, I liked all that and I was getting into it. But uh, I had, hadn't had such a good time up to then. So it was, and I was, it was refreshing <laughs> to have that at the end for me. <laughs> to leave with that. Um, well. Yeah, like clearly I did not think this ho- held up. I thought it definitely, the animation, the, the writing, the comedy. Um, and it's always tough with comedy. Because if the comedy is not coming from the characters and it is pop culture, once again, it's going to date your movie. And uh, once it was like, if you're doing jokes about like, I watched a movie the other night, um, uh, I Love You Man, and it has Lou Ferrigno in it. Lou Ferrigno, for most of you out there who won't know, played the Hulk on the TV show from the the late 70s, early 80s. He was the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And uh, while it was funny for me watching Lou Ferrigno in that movie, like anybody who doesn't know who the fuck that is or has seen the Hulk TV show, would that would that would the jokes wouldn't land. And so I think that this movie will definitely have that problem with the younger. Well, I guess you just won't notice those jokes. They'll just go over your head and and it'll breeze by maybe. That's the thing. Parts parts of jokes that decay and just become nothing those references don't exist yeah uh i mean maybe you just they just fall into lines of dialogue and you because there's a lot of stuff sometimes i'll watch i just assume the reference mm-hmm. sometimes if i don't know it do you know what i mean like oh that's like so and so and i'll be like oh that person must be a fucking idiot right <laughs> and then i laugh so i don't know maybe the old jokes will carry the same way right yeah i guess i'm mm. just like when i'm when i'm trying if i'm putting something in uh, writing something and trying to put something in that uh, that is that is dated or is a pop reference, I uh, will try and set it up so that um, someone in the scene won't know what it is and it'll have to be explained because then then it might you know it might work better. Um, otherwise, if the humor doesn't come from the characters, like the the reason Donkey's character is so good is because the humor always comes from him and his character. It's not anything artificial it's not like a, a setup in a punchline it's donkey is donkey and that's what's funny um yeah so i think that 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 that, that kind of didn't work for me in this movie as well it, it doesn't mm-hmm. hold up for me this does not hold up hmm interesting um mm. I think well, I wasn't done discussing the. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You want to you talk want to move about the, the dragon on and Shrek's the rescue? Skin? We never talked about the <laughs> rescue. Um, or the love story. You know what? We did not discuss the love story. Is the love story between Shrek and Fiona believable? Uh, I, does it make sense? Um, are you rooting for them? Like, I think I am. I think that does work. They're both like she's been trapped for a long time. I don't like that she's. Uh, 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 afraid of or not more open with Shrek early on, but then we wouldn't have a movie. So what the fuck am I even talking about? But that's the only part no, that stood I out. See that. She's like she's got crazy PTSD. True, true. She's been tucked into a castle. She turns into a fucking monster every night. Uh, you know, like yeah, if, scary if things are going on over, for poor Princess Fiona. You know? But she's ashamed. If her true form is ogre, did she grow up a kid and then someone saying, "Oh no, you're actually a beautiful ogre for the rest of your life"? I think she life. was cursed. Or like she had a curse put on her, didn't she? And the oh, curse results be with right, her yeah. being an ogre. So I don't know what her former life was like before she ended up in the in the thing. But I was just like, "Fuck, you're an ogre, and you get rescued by an ogre, and you're like scared to show the ogre you're ogre you." Maybe not. I don't know. But um, she's embarrassed. She does, but she doesn't want to be like an ogre. It's destiny. No, she does not, which leads me to believe that she wasn't an ogre before, which then further leads me to believe that she probably wouldn't think it's super fair that she is an ogre after because if her and Shrek's relationship doesn't work out, then she's an ogre. No, it's true. Imagine if when she turns into an ogre, Shrek turns into a human. Oh, that's like never match. You know what? See, now we're talking not a happy ending tragedy, but I like it better. I do like that. But they still try to bone. She crushes him with her thighs and then he becomes a... Because basically, her kissing <laughs> Shrek at the end of the movie is is now cementing her as an ogre forever. Like she she never gets yeah. to be a fucking beautiful, skinny human again. Like now, like she flies in the air, hovers, spins, oh. and and sparkles go around her. Okay, well, like 
obviously I'm not trying to body shame anyone, but there's a difference between there's there's a difference between being overweight and there's a difference between being an ogre. Okay? So Yeah, I'm just I got kidding. a pop belly, but I'm not an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if I eat less and I go to the gym, I could get rid of my pot belly. If you're an ogre, you're an ogre. You can't go to the gym and not be an ogre. <laughs> True. Right? You can't. It's o- it's over for her now. What kind of gains you want to get, bro? <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to lose this ogreishness. <laughs> Mad okay. ogre. I just don't want to be green anymore. Mad ogreish. Are like twice the size of normal people. <laughs> my bone yeah. structure is oh, not going to allow that if I'm an ogre. No. Although I'm super into checking out ogre porn. Yeah, Shrek's fingers are pretty big. Oh yeah, that guy could blast off some like three or fucking eight people. Fiona's actually probably upset about that because in human form she'd be a little tighter. And then in ogre form she might just be, you know, big ogre and loose and Shrek's not so... Uh, we don't know massive. ogre and not anatomy. We definitely don't. I just see those fingers. The vagine of the ogre might be very tight. It might have teeth. Uh, in in deception of her appearance, teeth. right? It might, it might, it might fight back. That, <laughs> would be, that would be very uncomfortable. Well, like, Maybe think not about for female ogres, hyenas. Though, I don't know. They got bigger dicks than the male hyenas, right? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, they have these fake dicks. God like, damn. They, uh, hyenas are fucked up. Go read about it. I don't have to talk about the whole National Geographic right now. But they have these big, mean, clubby, fucking fake dicks that they uh, take over dudes with. Wow! Interesting. Just because you're a hyena, if you're a hyena, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Peg I'm interested. Go on. Hyenas um, peg hard. That's what I'm saying. I think. But the question this is, this movie for does me it hold up. Yeah, the movie. This movie for me will hold up. <laughs> um, but it won't like stand out. It's um. I would not watch this if it were on because the little the kind of pop culture jokes that ring through that get me chuckling especially the eat me if that scene was on I would watch that all the way through um, the scene I, I find it for this one yeah that scene just the scene um, but you wouldn't watch the rest of the movie I'd, if it was on and there was nothing else going on and someone else is watching I was like hey Shrek's on I would sit down and probably get through it because nothing nothing offends me nothing nothing is so awful it's like what the fuck are we doing it's just more like eh Ha 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 ha! Oh yeah, that's cute. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, was, oh ha 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 ha! It's that right? It's that the whole way through, which means it's not awful. There's tons. There's probably way more bullshit movies out there than this one. Um, and and it it it's getting mm, in the formula of adult to kid. I think it's eighty kid, twenty adult in this. Oh, um, yeah. Whereas I think more modern movies are starting to get more to a, a 40% adult, 60% kid, even the 50-50 formulas with some of the more serious uh, themes being tackled, which I think people are finding uh, children of, of ages can can take as long as it's not done in a crazy way. So there's just lots of better animated films than this. Um, that it won the Oscar, I'll be shocked until I watch Monsters, Inc. and can make a real true comment on how I feel about that. Um, but there really was, there was only one other movie in this year um that was up there so it's not like it was a huge stretch but if there was no animated feature there's no oscars this movie would have won unless it was for like effects um so yeah it it gets a soft hold up for me uh it's nothing crazy special this isn't earth bending to me um you know and if 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 kind of toy story was the true pioneer of 3d films that's the benchmark to measure other films against i feel not shrek but, but it made a couple billion bucks, too. So take that as it will. We're not always going into just because it made money, it's successful. That's actually anti of what we do because we don't understand how movies make as much money as they do. But this one, I can see how because there was nothing else like it at the time. It had enough pizzazz. And, and um, uh, in the moment, I would have liked this more than if you see it now. There's just too much other reference material to compare it to. And you, you end up holding its head underwater a bit. So that's how I feel. Um, that's not the most positive holdup I've ever given. But it's fine. This is one of those. It's fine. Brent? I couldn't agree more with John, actually. I think my review is pretty much identical. Uh, this <laughs> movie's not breaking down any um, any big new walls. It's not, um, you know, going to be the, the, the old nostalgic flick that I race to put on when I'm looking for, a, for an animation, you know, something like lighthearted like this. But I'd watch it if it's on TV, and I'd... I mean, I think it's fun. I think this movie's super fun. I like movies where I don't need to be um, overly engaged to kind of follow along and have fun, and that's what this movie is. It's kind of like a great one to put on and with with company. 
and then it's fun and lighthearted and it's always easier to laugh with people so that's where i'm at with this uh holds up but you know not a not a great hold up yeah not a not that standout feature not with the potential that next week's award-winning selection will throw at us in traffic soderbergh oh from shrek to traffic shrek to traffic and then to add close range to the never-ending story, our September king, is a king of segways, windy <laughs> road. Yeah. Um, but there's not much else we can say about it. We're going to get to each of those. We'll fill you in more on what we have planned for October, which looks like some real interesting stuff as well. Um, folks, it was great to have you here today to talk a little bit about Shrek. Uh, what did you think? Um, oh, that's interesting. No, I don't care. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, we'll be back <laughs> with you next week for traffic, folks. Uh, really appreciate you tuning in for this one. Uh, see you then. And until then, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.